There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. Hey, I'm not surprised. What is going on, wonderful world of sports? He is the one. I am the ass. Together we are Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard over there at 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis. Get a hold of him, 317-417-8582, or, or email him, john.buzzard at bankingfirst.com. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. That's right, 317-503-8322. Get your home bought or sold today. Sean Nugent at talktotucker.com. Damon, it is time for Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. See, you almost look like a boy. I don't. I can't pull it off. For some reason, that's just, just not me. <laughs> No, I was trying to mix in a little Bill Cosby and uh, LeBron oh, there. The pudding. You make the pudding. <laughs> That's bad. Hey, what's going We're on, We're just bro? talking about bad impersonations right before the show. That right there is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good <laughs> at bad impersonations. <laughs> hey, but funny, funny thing real quick before we jump into everything. Felicious, I just got a, uh, a tweet on my uh watch here from twitter and it's talking about the cmas ah, and you just sent me an email <laughs> <laughs> from the guy we're getting ready to talk to <laughs> right which has absolutely there. nothing it has nothing to do about the cmas but it does but it it's does. freaking great so um hey thanks for everybody for joining in again it's taco tuesday you know this is the day we just talk you know we'll find people uh, to have interesting things that have to do with sports um, throughout our internet world, so to speak. Um, so this is what we do. We find people, we talk about stuff that's interesting, and it's also going to be tied into uh, your everyday sports life. Mm -hmm. So if you are a uh, gambler, a better a person who likes to play them odds, the next half hour, probably oh, yeah. want to pay attention. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm going to yeah, pay more yeah. attention to him than I ever have, Damon. Let me tell you that right uh, there. I'll believe it. I'll believe it. <laughs> the Italian blood is spewing in me, brother. <laughs> All right. So um, <laughs> I think we got it. We really? we hit all of our we hit all of our things we need to hit before we get into it. Well, you can't forget our brothers over at Checkers and Records. Sunday morning at eleven <laughs> o'clock Eastern Standard Time. They like to drive fast, shift hard, and keep that rubber on the road or slinging that dirt. That's right. 
they ought to pay attention too. <laughs> they they should. You might have to talk about that later. Well, all right, Devin, you ready? I is. Well, without further ado, boys and girls, mom and dad, children of all ages, we, BW Sports 1 and Black and White Sports, proudly bring to you Mr. Rafael Esparza from Doc Sports Service and Head Odds Maker at MyBookie.com. Rafael, thank you for joining us. Welcome to Black and White Sports. Well, it's, it should be black, white, and brown sports for today. Since, uh, today, I uh, know. I'm bringing in some brown in you. I'm like, UPS, what can brown do for you? <laughs> oh, man, I love them already. I love them already. What's the odds on that? We're the rainbows without the rainbows. <laughs> That's good point. I should I should put odds on the Washington Redskins. Would it be the Washington rainbows? I should have put the rainbows on that list. I didn't oh, put the rainbows man. Oh, man. Uh, well, before you have been me four years, too. So, uh, <laughs> before we get really into the Washington part, because I'm sure that's going to be a talk of discussion really quick here soon, um, give us, give the fans a little bit about who you are, where you came from, what you did, what you do now. Uh, I worked in Vegas sports books for over 15 Super Bowls. We don't count years, we call them Super Bowls because that's what the years are go through. So I worked 15 <laughs> Super Bowls for uh, MGM Mirage. Worked at MG. I worked for pretty much every MGM owned property on the strip from Bellagio, MGM, New York, New York, uh, Mandalay Bay, Mirage. I opened up City Center Aria. That was the last casino I worked at before I jetted out. I said, I'm done with corporate life. I'm doing my own thing. Uh, so now I, I did that for 15 years, and now I've been working for Doc Sports and uh, my bookie, uh, head odds maker over there. I do all their entertainment prop bets, uh, political, entertainment, wrestling, uh, anything that you see water cooler talk or you can't believe that someone put odds up that's myself i will put up anything and everything when it comes to uh betting and not just for betting purposes i'm more of just entertainment i could care less if i don't accept one dollar on some of these outrageous profits but if i have someone talking or someone going to that site to look at it and then maybe place a football bet or an nba bet or major, then I did my job. If, if someone's right. going to go there and look at my wrestling odds for this week's uh, wrestling match at WWE pay-per-view, and they're like, I can't believe this guy has wrestling odds up. Oh, I forgot that the NBA starts in two weeks. What's the Pelicans-Utah Jazz number? So if I got him there, then I did my job. There you go. I love it. I love it, man. Man, the, the gambling blood is just starting to boil in me. Like I said, you know, I got that Italian, Sicilian, you know, Catholic blood. <laughs> I'm believe that one alone. Hey, I got, a, I, got a, I got a quick question. Um, we did we did um, a little spot a couple shows back where we were talking about the Russian Federation of Table Tennis. <laughs> he probably knows all about it. Oh, Last, I'll, I would. Say I would say March and April, we when when NASCAR and golf first came back, their first weekend, Russian table tennis had more tickets written and dollar amounts written than both NASCAR and golf put together. <laughs> Mind blowing. He thought I was nuts when I found this story. Like like it's like underground table tennis in Ukraine and Russia. I'm like, dude, they're betting on it in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And I watched, I had to watch like a probably like a good two days of old YouTube 
uh, table tennis matches just to try to get familiar and how they play the game and how they do their sets and stuff like that. So it was a lot of uh, – I felt like I was watching an, uh, a Russian version of Forrest Gump when he was playing table tennis. Boom, boom, so boom. that's what I felt like I had to watch for a good 48 hours. <laughs> That is great. That is. That okay. is I have nothing other than that. I just thought it was a weird-ass <laughs> story, and he didn't believe me that that was betting on it. So there you go. <laughs> well, okay, so we're staying on the kind of wild and crazy. What is the wildest thing that you've ever put odds on? I would say last month I put up uh, some shark betting odds for Shark Week, they tag nine great whites for the past five years, and you can bet on which ones would they be pinged at, what island, what coast would they be pinged at. Uh, so people were betting the days that you can get pinged at. Uh, it was That one was a lot of research to do. I, I That's probably my favorite part of my job. People just think I just put up a number just to put a number. I put a lot of research because, again, we're taking money. It's not like I'm putting up stuff and we're not taking any odds. I need to make sure uh, some – Shark experts not gonna uh, bankroll his mortgage on some shark betting. So that was interesting. Uh, the AVN Porn Awards. I put up some odds on that last year. Nicki Minaj performed, so I did a whole bunch of betting prop bets on will she have a wardrobe malfunction during <laughs> during the AVN uh-huh. Porn Awards? Uh, who would the first presenter thank first? Mom, Dad. Uh, just uh, anything. Anytime someone puts. Grandma request, I will put odds up on something. That's you know what? I'm a, I want to say if I'm going to put odds up on the Port Awards, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've been to uh, the first one at uh, the old Monte Carlo in Las Vegas. I was working next door at New York, New York Casino as the race and sportsbook director. And I did all their ESPN interviews there because that's when the ESPN zone, remember, I just aged mm-hmm. myself. Remember the ESPN zone restaurants? Uh-huh. Uh, they had the, a hub one there where we had a TV studio back there. So I did interviews for Sports Center and, and stuff like that. Where I got invited to go to the AVN Awards. And it was probably one of the most interesting things I've ever witnessed in my life. <laughs> and I'm just talking about the red carpet. I'm not even talking about the, the show itself. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh, to be a fly fly on the wall in that room. room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what got you into bookmaking, odds making? Legally, do you want the legal question or the illegal uh, answer? Uh, so there's a however way you would like to go. I'm, I'm sure there's a statute of limitations. So <laughs> <laughs> I got into sports gambling in the numbers uh, when it, when I was in high school. I uh, I couldn't play high school sports anymore for medical reasons, and I always wanted to stay involved in the game. I didn't want to go into co- coaching because I because when you're that close and you can't play. That's just that's just gut breaking. Watching your brothers and your friends hooping it up, and you're sitting on a bench coaching them. I that, that wasn't for me, but I always wanted to be around. So I always was fascinated by numbers and how the spread works. And I had a a, a friend of mine that was a bookie, and uh, I would hang out at his I house. I would hang out at his house when I was in high school because I was uh, I was sick. I couldn't do a lot of stuff, so I learned uh, learned it from him. And when uh, he uh, Hung it up. Uh, I took some. Uh, I took some of his uh, old players and uh, did that kind of work. And then I moved to Vegas, and uh, I was tired of working the old corporate life. And they hired me at Caesar's Palace on the spot. 
uh, and I worked for Caesars Palace for two years, and then I went over to MGM, uh, like I said, for uh, 13, 14 Super Bowls. And uh, I, I, I love the fascination of the research of the putting betting odds up and, and stuff like that. I think that's probably the best part. I, like I said, I could care less if I don't take a nickel or a dime on any, on any of these bets. If I can do some cool research and put out a number that people are talking about, I'm happy. So, um, you know, with being a, a a numbers guy, a guy who sets the numbers, um, does the um, you seem like a pretty upstanding guy from the things that I've I've looked into, but I'm sure, especially being in Vegas, I'm sure that uh, the the underbelly side of it tries to peek his head. How do you deflect that type of energy? Well, you first of all, you can't have a fan in any sports. I mean. When I when I got into this industry, you have to. I don't have a favorite NFL team. I don't have a favorite NBA and stuff like that. There's only one favorite team I have, and it's the Chicago Cubs because it was just more uh, born and raised in Chicagoland area. Uh, went back in when I was a kid, and when I like I said when I couldn't play a lot of sports because of health reasons, I always had WGN and I always had the Cubs on TV. So it was more of a uh, memory more than so. They, they're always going to bet. It's hard to – I tell people in my industry, it took the fun out of sports because I, I watch any game and I'm always thinking about the number. I'm always – I'm not enjoying like, oh, I, I can't sit and watch the Super Bowl and have beers and pig out because I'm always thinking of, okay, what's the halftime number going to be? Okay, if they're playing this game, what's going to be next week's game? Oh, that guy just got hurt. Okay, what am I going to do for that? I'm always thinking ahead. So I really just can't sit back and enjoy it like other people. So I think that's probably the underbelly. And, and there's days you're going to lose. I mean, I think that's probably the reason why I got out of corporate sports book because there'll be days where the books do lose. And I'm just, I was just tired of the presidents calling me and say, hey, why did you lose six figures on this game? Oh, I'm sorry. We lost one day out of two months. It's, the stuff's going to happen. Or I had to take a million-dollar bet from some actor which I didn't want to take because we were already heavy on one side, and then we lose, and then I get yelled at for taking that million-dollar bet when you told me I had to take it. So uh, there's some uh, bad things, good things about it, bad things about it, but it takes the joy. I think that's probably my number one thing. It takes the joy out of watching sports. So that was on the legal side, right? Yeah. (laughs) So just just to be clear, clear, none of the casino people came down and took you to the back and broke any fingers. <laughs> but I, when I first got in the industry at Caesars, <laughs> at Caesars Palace, there was still kind of that stuff going around. Uh, not now, not more, but there were still there's still a lot of mob guys in Vegas. Even when I would, I mean, I've been pulled to the side by many, many people saying, "Hey, why did you guys put this number up? We're getting crushed on our number." Blah 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 blah. I would get. Yeah, I still get some, uh, unfortunately, emails from, how do they get my email address kind of question? <laughs> they know people. <laughs> All right, so um, let's let's talk a little bit of current. Um, so you know they got to um, – well, before we jump into that, the baseball, that's what I want to know. The, where, where were the ridiculous odds or the ridiculous numbers that you were hearing coming through where people was betting on if they were going to play baseball or not. I'm sure that things were coming out too. Yeah. Well, I mean, people were still some people. I, I just shut that prop out a couple, maybe about a week ago and they were still betting. No, I mean, no, we're not going to see it. Uh, we're not going to see it. I mean, we're going to see baseball. Are we going to see our favorite players out there? 
I don't think so. I still think we're going to see him. I, I think the biggest name that's probably going to drop is Mike Trout. Not because of he's scared of COVID or whatever. He's getting ready to be a dad, his first-time dad. I don't blame an athlete who doesn't want to risk the times we're in uh, this, to be a witness of his first child being born. So I think he'll be the uh, first one. People will bet to know. People, We got crushed. We put a prop up. Will the World Series happen? Because I think the baseball will go through a start – but will World Series happen? Now we're talking about late October where if the flu season really kicks in or we can't uh, figure out how to uh, maintain it, uh, they might have to call it. So uh, I think World Series, I think, still has a huge question mark. First pitch, what, 13 days or 10 days? Uh, we'll see the first pitch. So, well, David, you had something else. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was wondering if they was betting on COVID. <laughs> oh, we oh yeah. Since day one, I I took one day off since COVID, and that was a day everything got canceled, and I was pretty much like shell shocked. I, I felt like nine eleven. I was working at New York New York Casino during nine eleven when everything got shut off, and it felt like I don't want to compare both of them because they're both different tragedies. But that's how I felt the day everything got shut down because of COVID. But the next day. I was researching betting odds. Or will we see a baseball season? Or will Donald Trump get COVID? I had all those prop bets up, and, and I still will put up some crazy COVID prop bets from now and then. I, I want to know what the line was of when Trump was going to wear a mask. We did have one. Probably in eight, we probably had one in April, somewhere around there. Will he, will he ever do a press conference with a mask on? And they all bet the no just because – they all bet. They all bet the yes that he would test positive. So uh, during that, uh, during will he test positive for COVID? So we're not even if he did test positive. There are not. There was no way they're gonna tell the public that he's positive. <laughs> oh no! Oh hell! No. That's why he's wearing the mask now. Because yeah, there's, there's a, an alien ship will land on the front yard front yard of the White House before he says I had COVID. I agree. I agree. I'll take those. I'll I'll have to jump on those. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. So, like now we're getting into the current things that are that we know are projected to start. Um, I know. I don't know what how how the country is on and the the uh, what is it the MLS. Um, I know they're they're playing right now. I know baseball is going to start up, but the big sport right now that everybody's really paying attention to is the NBA. Now we've had one player already come out. Uh, Russell Westbrook, a, a major player already come out with the bubble in place <clears throat> or the campus, whatever they want to call it down at ESPN or Disney. Uh, Russell Westbrook is now positive. You know, he's still, he's still asymptomatic, but you know, I'm sure that changes the odds every time. And like the players in the bubble, just like injury, I'm sure the COVID is going to affect the odds. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I tell people who are betting, let's say, like odds to win a Super Bowl or AFC Championship, or you have to be really cautious on putting your money in gambling in 2020. Because let's face it, 2020 sucks. We have no idea what's going to happen. You may put $1,000 on the Lakers going to win a championship, and LeBron James may get COVID, and he's out for the whole thing. And, and people are going to go, well, I want my money back. Sorry. That doesn't work like that. You placed a bet. We got you. Have a nice day. So you have to be very cautious. But, yeah, it's going to be different. One thing, you mentioned MLS. I bet you every league, MLB, NBA, NHL, is watching MLS on what they do. Because we've seen them send home two teams 
and they're still playing their tournament. So I would not be shocked if, let's say, the NBA, and I'll use Portland Trailblazers as an example. Let's say Portland has four or five guys that come down with COVID. I would not be shocked if the NBA says, hey, you know what? Too bad, too sad. Portland, you're going home. See you in 2021. We're going to continue to play uh, this playoff, this tournament, or whatever. Same thing with the NHL. I think a lot of these leagues are probably learning what the MLS is doing, that you can still play. Some teams are going to be crying and saying, why us, why us? But I'm sorry, that's the way 2020 is. Yeah, it wasn't like Portland, Portland was going to win the championship, championship anyway. But I used them for an example. <laughs> what's the, okay, so what's the odd right now for how many teams will get sent home from the NBA? Uh, I'm going to put up uh, one and a half. Uh, I'm going to put that up probably over the weekend, uh, over under. Will, 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 will a team be sent home before uh, the NBA championship? So uh, I'll probably put up either either a half just because I think that people would probably bet the over or one and a half. I'm just waiting to see what the publics will probably look at. In baseball, I think it will probably be a bigger, probably be one and a half in the under. Because I think baseball, since there's no minor league, there's no minor league baseball playing, you can have four or five guys and they just call up guys. Hey, yep. can you be tested and call up guys? So I think baseball is going to be harder. Same thing with the NHL. Uh, college football, I, we're not going to see college football. If you think we're going to see college football uh, this year, then I got some snow to sell you in, in Alaska because there's no way uh, these college kids are going to be pl- – I, I think we'll see maybe spring ball, but I don't think uh, we're going to see college football in the fall. I unfortunately yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah I'm with you on that. I mean, we're kind of – here in Indiana, you know, we're kind of getting – our kids are getting ready to – to start to shuffle back to school. And that's a big concern right now when it comes not so much just to going back to school, but the sports realm, mm-hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me. We got through last high school season where the girls got to do their state title for basketball, but the boys and everybody else were kind of short. And I kind of feel we're going to be the same way. I don't think we're going to get a high school football season this year. And I think no. it's going to push in. I think it's going to push in the falls uh, into winter sports too, which you know is going to uh, affect my daughter and you know, a couple other parents that I know. But I just don't think it, you know. And speaking of that that level of play, um, I know it's frowned upon, but I'm sure they're betting on these AAU tournaments too. Oh, yeah. We take action on AAU tournaments. <laughs> Sad to say. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we, we take action on high school Texas football. And if you don't know about Texas high school football, then you're not a sports fan because I'm sorry, you may have, you may be watching in Louisiana or Indianapolis, oh, my high school won their 6A champion. Yeah, go in Texas and see what your high school football team does. It probably won't last that well. Uh, here up in, in Vegas, we have a high school named Bishop Gorman that doesn't even play in the state of Nevada, their football, all they do is just travel around the states and play other schools. That's where Randall Cunningham's kid went. That's where Snoop Dogg's kid went, uh, Bishop Gordon. They don't even play football in Nevada. They just travel around and play high school football against other teams, which you're going to see that. But the sad part about COVID is it's going to affect scholarships. It's going to affect these college kids because these people who are in college, who maybe they're on borderline or maybe maybe I'll go pro or, or I'm going to stay another year because I, I couldn't play. I feel bad for these juniors and seniors in high school that maybe we're going to get a scholarship or go play somewhere else because they might be on their way out because these college kids are going to stay longer to play their sports, and it's going to affect these high school kids. So I feel really, really, really bad for these high school kids. Now, did they give 
did they give everybody uh, a red shirt, like a medical red shirt for this year? Not yet. I know uh, uh, the Ivy League did. Okay. I knew I heard somewhere where somebody did. I wasn't too sure on that. But I believe that they should yeah. get one. You know, if, if, if they want to come back, give them another year of eligibility. Because it's just like being injured. If you miss so much part of the season, you can be redshirted medically and still have another year of eligibility. There should be no difference. And the colleges are not paying. I mean, I hate to say this, yep. but the colleges are not – they're spending the same amount of money of giving that scholarship than paying for another kid to come in and giving them a scholarship. So they're, I hate to say it, actually saving money on redshirting them because they're already paying for their school than for a kid that's coming into their school to pay their, their scholarships. And nope. uh, I'm, I mean, I – I'm kind of either – I'm kind of iffy. Well, I guess I could say I'm on both sides of that. You know what I mean? Because I, I work with some of these young ladies, and I see that they're in their junior year, especially for AAU. This is the time of year where they're securing that final look. You know what I mean? If you're a junior and you haven't already got your, your offers, it's going to be real sketchy that senior year. You know what I mean? Most of the time that senior year, you're just trying to – you know, paying out those last four or five, you know, visits, trying to figure it out. And if you got to wait, you know, and then you got the junior college kids that are eligible for transferring up. So they're already competing with high school. Then they got to compete with kids staying, more junior college transfers and high school coming in. And then now what I just hear that uh, the uh, National Junior College Association is took away all fall sports. Like, yep. They're not playing any fall sports until the spring. Yeah, a lot of high schools said if you're if you're if you're not in phase four in high school, then you can't play fall sports. Yeah, I think we're in phase four point five. Yeah, because we're, we're letting them all work out. Wow, yeah, so, I live in I mean, we're, I live in Vegas and New Orleans, and we're like negative one and negative uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's one thing I like about Indiana. We've kind of kind of slowly moved along. We progress. You know, if the stage meant that we needed to stay in it just a little bit longer, we had. You haven't heard too much complaining. And I know here we've had the last week we put on three uh, major AAU tournaments in one week. And then we have the – now we got them all transferred. Oh, he knows. He got all the back yeah, he coming knows. in on it. <laughs> <laughs> we got them all transferring, like one from Atlanta, one from Cincinnati, all transferring here to Indy. So I'm pretty sure that this, I mean, we might get a start, but I think as soon as the cold hits and the flu season hits and are not going to be able to determine the difference between the flu and the COVID, even though they're both coronaviruses, you know what I mean? It's going to be hard to tell the difference between, and they're just going to end up saying no dice. Yeah, it's a shame because we'll we'll have a we'll, we'll have announcement of a cure during probably sometime November December, especially during the election. Oh, the cure will be, the cure will be right announced after, by the election. Yeah. right after November. Yeah. Yep. So you say November fifth, right? I, 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 <laughs> I give it a week. My gut is telling me yes. I don't. I'm hoping my gut is wrong. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not taking it. If it only took if it took you. Uh, was it not even a full year and you already got a cure? How you get a cure for a, a Pacific coronavirus, but you can't cure the flu? Yeah, okay, be. but <laughs> I know no. I'm not taking it because you took too short a time to work on it. You take 20 years to bring out one heart medication pill, but this you're going to bring out in six months? Yeah, I'm good. 
I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Theraflu and the emergency. <laughs> Put some Vicks. Just rub some Vicks on it. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. So we got to ask you. You got to give us at least two really good picks going into this week through this weekend on whatever you want to throw out. You got to give us two picks exclusively right here. All right, I'll go on Wednesday's uh, UFC because we're back at UFC Fight Island 2. I have no idea why they're calling it Fight Island because during uh, UFC 251, they didn't show not one picture of Island. They didn't show not one picture of the beach. So why are you calling it Fight Island? So I'll go back on that one. Calvin Cater, the main event, he's minus $3 on that one. He should have no problem with Dan Inge. I would say probably Calvin Cater. Uh, that fight will go the distance, probably go the I'm, – I'm sorry, not the distance. It'll probably go – uh, over the two and a half rounds, so bet the over prop two and a half rounds. So that should be an easy, easy uh, winner. And then my boy uh, is boxing tomorrow. Uh, I think on Thursday, uh, I'm boxing at top rank. So uh, there's a boy, uh, there's a guy, Jamal Herring, uh, fighting. Is he's minus a thousand, but if you can get him by decision, minus four dollars, I think that should be, uh, be a good, uh, good bet. He's uh, his uh, lightweight title belt, so in boxing, and then Delmar. Uh, horse racing, uh, big horse racing stakes this weekend coming up. So uh, jump over to Delmar if you like horse racing. So I think those are pretty good, uh, uh, easy bets. But I'll give you an MLS one. There's a, a game that goes Vancouver versus San Jose on Wednesday. Give me San Jose. Give me the Quakes. Let, let me write all this down. Hold on. Slow down. Repeat. <laughs> hey, awesome. since, you mentioned, since you mentioned UFC and boxing, I've been, I've been, I'm a boxing dude, and I've kind of been it. back on my top rank. I mean, I'm loving it. I'm loving it to top rank three nights a week of some good boxing. You've seen some decent names, and you're getting, and you're seeing some young guys. The thing that I noticed, I'm glad you're on here because I kept hearing them saying this. You have people putting down ridiculous amounts of bets on fighters, and they're not even getting back what they put in. Why no. in the hell are people doing that? Because it's, I mean, we'll put an example. My boy Jamal Herring, who's fighting uh, Jonathan Cueto, Herring's minus a thousand. So if you wanted to win a thousand, you would have to put up ten thousand just to win a thousand. A thousand minus a thousand. If you put a thousand dollars, you're gonna get back one hundred dollars. He's a huge favorite. He's gonna be the huge favorite. So just like in UFC uh, with uh, Usman versus. Uh, Masvidal, Usman was minus $3 when he got into the ring. So if you wanted to win $100, you have to put up $300 just to win 100 So in contact sports, it's just like betting the money line in football. So if you think the, when the when the Patriots are playing uh, the Oakland Raiders when Tom Brady was on it, they would be minus 14-point favorites. The money line was like minus 2000 So people would always do the money line. So that's what combat sports uh, I, I'm going, but I'll give a plug out for boxing. The first live event with the fans in the stands in boxing will be December 13th. The trilogy Wilder vs. Fury in Raider Stadium. That will be the first uh, time Raider Stadium will have fans in it, probably. Ooh. Hey, man, that thing, I was in Vegas in November. First time I've ever been to Vegas. That stadium is absolutely amazing, and it wasn't even finished. It still had holes in it. That thing is huge and it is awesome. <laughs> so that's, that's where Tyson, that's where Wilder and Fury will fight in December. To probably that'd be the first because right now they're, they're, the Raiders are telling them we're not going to have fans in the stands until after the holidays. So 
Uh, I, I would guess that that's probably when they're going to open up uh, uh, probably fans in Vegas, unless they unless they continue to go backwards because they're going backwards when it comes to COVID. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, but, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to boxing, man. Top Rank has been killing it, man. We've seen from uh, Shakur Stevens. Uh, I saw a nice heavyweight uh, a couple weeks ago. Man, this is – and, I mean, I don't I don't bet a whole bunch. And if I do, I like to play the parlay cards. That seem to be pretty easy. <laughs> Ooh, that's how, I, that's how my wife gets shiny things because you guys bet in parlay cards. <laughs> <laughs> You know I mean, that's it. I just maybe a dog here or there, but that's that's about it, man, for me. So, wow. But I like this. I like to see the numbers because it it, it does help you help us and how we're you know giving stats for games and you know who we like and who we don't. And this dude over here will put the numbers up. <laughs> oh, I, it's funny how before sports gambling was. United States acceptable back in the day when you couldn't bet here illegally. I, I did a lot of uh, consulting work for DraftKings back in the day before they were just a fart and a win where they were not even uh, – I've done stuff for scouts.com. I've done starts for a lot of high school teams uh, and stuff like that for stats-wise. So it's funny how our industry of sports gambling and the research we do, people are calling me. I've done stuff for political uh, for each state. I've done some stuff for Louisiana for – for political uh, statistical work. So it's funny how they starting to realize all this stuff. You can say you like something, but when money, when money talks, that's when stuff starts getting real. You can, that's why I don't agree to a political polls. Cause you're just saying, so what's the money coming in on, on stuff? That's when, that's when stuff gets real. When you put on actual money. Mm-hmm. God. Man. So, so basically what she's saying is money is the true binary code. Yes. Money is the first, <laughs> for the first number that I look at. <laughs> there you go. Nice. There you go. <laughs> well, Raphael, oh. thank you. Yes, again, thank you for uh, coming on with us, giving us a little uh, things to bet on, giving us some uh, upcoming things to listen to. As you said, uh, shows tomorrow, Wednesday nights. Yes. Okay. Wednesday nights at what time? Uh, I think ten thirty. Uh, uh, your guys' time. I think it's okay. late. I'll throw out another free winner for you guys. Oh, there you the go. Pelicans are going to beat the Utah Jazz their first game on Thursday, the first Thursday night game on TNT when they come back. You're trying to tell me that the NBA is not going to do anything and everything to get Zion uh, into the playoffs and Utah's. Uh, they still having locker room problems with Gorbear giving COVID to uh, half the team. Everybody. The, he gave it to yeah. the whole country. The, the, the Pelicans will win. And now you're trying to tell me I'm only laying minus one with Zion. Oh, just give me the Pelicans to win by double digits the first game Thursday when the NBA comes back. I'm taking that bet. I promise you I'm going to post that bet. I'm going to take a picture of my bet. I'm gonna tag you in it and said, "Here it is." I told you. Unless, unless Gorbert, unless Gorbert gives Zion COVID, then then that that bet's voided. So maybe I should wait to bet. <laughs> I would wait till that day because don't bet it now. <laughs> All right, man. Well, absolutely great. Well, we're gonna be ramping up some basketball talk here, so who knows? We might be tapping into you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, Cause Cause we, we want you know, the like we was talking. We want the uh, how many threes is certain person gonna hit, or how many. What will the first dunk come from Zion or who LeBron or whatever? I got all. I, I have all that. I, I'm going to start working on that right now. I have how many? Uh, pretty much every star on each team, where they're going to average during the playoffs, points, rebounds, assists. 
I have. I just put up some prop bets for uh, Simmons today. Will he make a playoff three, Ben Simmons? <laughs> so what you what you need is uh, a prop bet for uh, Will and Jada. You know what? I have celebrity divorce odds up uh, up there, and uh, I put the no. I put the no as heavy favorite because there's no way these two are going to get divorced, right? Especially not now. I mean, after going on here. After going on to her red table and putting all their laundry out, and I have proof that the will has not been faithful in that side of the table either. So uh, the sides of both sides have an open marriage. Did they yes. have an open marriage? So well, well they had an open They had an open marriage. They didn't have an open marriage before that. It was open after uh, that whole incident happened. Uh, so it was open after Margaret Roby. Yeah. I got I have inside information from the from the from the celebrity stars that I go to for all my juicy stuff before I put up celebrity odds. Uh oh. Oh, that's amazing. Uh oh. And I'm interested in these CMA awards. <laughs> I, every award show I have odds up: CMAs, BET, uh, Rest in Peace, Soul Train. I miss the Soul Train awards. Uh, uh, well, MTV. I used to do a whole bunch of. Them. Now they don't play. I don't know why they have an MTV Music Awards. They don't play music, so I don't. Now what they should is just having awards for their uh, reality shows. I yeah. only watch ridiculousness. That's the only thing I watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I hate that girl's laugh. I love her, but I hate her girl's laugh. <laughs> well, Raphael, tell everybody where they can find all your juiciness and all your uh, all your wonderful odds making. Yeah, you can f- follow me over at DocSports.com. I'm one of the uh, writers and, and odds makers over there. You can follow me over at MyBookie.ag. All the prop bets that you see on the left-hand side of the bending lines usually come from my head. You can follow me on Twitter at VSI Sports. You can follow me on Instagram at Raphael Esparza. And if you want a betting prop posted, if you think I missed something, shoot me a tweet. Hey, how can you don't have – Will LeBron James ride around in a Pope mobile because he's trying not to get COVID? Yes or no? I'll put up prop bets like that. No, we want to know when LeBron's going to let the hairline go. Probably after the bomb of uh, Space Jam 2. I think he just shaves it bald right there because that you know that's going to be – I'm going to put up a total Rotten, rotten tomato score for Space Jam 2. It's probably going to – I'm going to probably put up 62 or 63%. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my Ooh. last one that I'm interested in is what I'm sure is out there. What are the odds of Tyson getting back in the ring numbers-wise? We had a yes, and he still wants to do that. I heard he had a handshake agreement with Tito Ortiz, uh, the box with him, and then it fell through. He wants to do it because I think Tyson realized that he does not want to go sailing knowing that people are going to think about the negative Tyson. He wants to do something really big for charity. So people will try to forget about all the craziness that he's done. He will box in 2020, 2021. I know his trainer out there in Vegas that's working him out right now, and he says he's in amazing shape, and he says they're looking for a boxer. Like I said, they had Tito Ortiz, and something happened. I think with the, with MGM going backwards on COVID, they couldn't get the arena because they want fans in there because they can get more money if they bring fans in. So – he will fight in 2021. It's not going to be Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield has no stamina. So if you're looking for that fight, it's not going to happen. It's, it will not be Evander Holyfield. <laughs> hey, I want to see Tyson hit one of these young fellas, boy. 
But they thought they got hit hard. No. It's going to probably be a five-round fight because they don't want an even number, so it's a draw. They want to they want a win fight, uh, so it's probably going to be a five-rounder. No headgear, though. Tyson does not want headgear. That was another thing. I think I heard Tito Ortiz wanted headgear, and Tyson's like, no. Listen, listen. Wow. Do you want to get hit in the head by Tyson? Nope. For a million dollars, I would. But, see, I'd like to spend that million dollars. Not even take that. This, that, 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 that. <laughs> That's normal for you. <laughs> My wife would do. She wouldn't care if I'm a vegetable. She's spending that money. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Well, it's been fun, my guy, man. This is amazing. Anytime, anytime you guys need me to jump on and talk numbers, I'm always available. Anytime. Like I said, you're going to send me a text message of WTF when I send you something, these odds that I put stuff up. I can guarantee it. I can't wait to see the rest of it. I'll do the first two. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, uh, BW Sports One World may be seeing more and more of this guy right here. So, uh, Check out bwsports1.com for all the upcoming events and news from us. Raphael, again, thank you for coming on with us, and uh, we will definitely be in touch, sir. Thanks for having me on the Black, White, and Brown Sports Show. Tonight it is. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy, guys. We we totally offend everybody. Yeah. (laughs) We're across the board equal. (laughs) That's always a good time, man. Well, uh, yeah, that guy right there, he's the one. This guy right here, he's the ass. I am. (laughs) And together, we are Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank. John Buzzard over at Bank uh, First Financial Bank, 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis. Call him, 317-417-8582. Or email him, john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. And as always, our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. Give him a call, 317-503-8322. Or email that guy, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. As always, Damon, what do we do? We keep indie sporting. It's Jazzy J, the Pew Pew Girl. Peace. Mm.